This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. It is BFM 89.9. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Enterprise Explores. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. It is the 26th of January today and it marks the first commemoration of the International Day of Clean Energy. This day is dedicated to raising awareness and promoting the adoption of clean energy sources worldwide. And the key theme of this day revolves around highlighting the importance of transitioning from traditional fossil fuels to renewable and sustainable energy sources like solar, wind, hydro, geothermal, biomass and a whole bunch of other ones. And in conjunction with this commemoration, I have with me here in the studio Firos Yahya. He is the Managing Director of Gabungan Success on the current state and the future of clean energy. Uh, Gabungan uh, Success specializes in sustainable energy generation by utilizing plant and agricultural waste and employing biomass technology for energy production. If you've got any thoughts about this and today's topic, get in touch via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number 018-789-8899 or reach out to us on X at BFM Radio. First and foremost, welcome to the show, Firuz. Uh, nice to have you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, talk to me a little bit then, before we get into the, the major topic, uh, about uh, Gabungan uh, success. Tell me a little bit about that, how that came around and, and what it is that you guys are doing specifically. Um, well, initially the, the business was in food and beverages. Mm-hmm. Okay, and looking at, you know, what's happening now uh, in the market uh, with slow, uh, with the, with the uh, rising cost of uh, doing business, you know, I, I thought that, you know, it's best. Uh, for me to uh, to focus on something that I am more familiar with, which okay. is on renewables uh, right. along 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 that line. Mm. Yeah. And your 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 background is in a slightly different direction to what we're talking about today. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're talking about renewables and we're talking about you know, uh, clean energy today. But you were involved with a, a rather large. Um, petrochemical company before oil and gas company yes yes uh, i was uh, i was an oil person yeah. uh, i spent uh, close to 25 years of my career you know in, in in oil and gas right so talk to me then a little bit about um i guess what do you see as has been some of the most significant progress that we've seen globally and, and in fact, here in Malaysia, in, in this transition towards clean energy over the past few years, what have you seen? What have you witnessed? Well, um, we have seen uh, rising awareness mm. uh, across the globe, uh, not just in the oil and gas uh, industry, but literally the world. You know, they recognize um, the uh, the the state that the world is going through now with uh, rising rising temperatures and et cetera, et cetera. I know this is, some, this is something that's been talked about uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, recently in late December, there was COP28 mm. uh, that happened in, in uh, UAE, you know, and uh, and and companies, uh, they recognize that, you know, the world recognize that there's a need uh, for them to react to uh, the uh, these issues mm. yeah and and uh, hence uh, why i think governments around the world you know i think they are prepping themselves uh, making sure that you know they are able to transition themselves into cleaner cleaner energy mm. we hear this figure of being 100% renewable by 2050 uh, and this is something that we've heard a few times <laughs> um, do you think this this transition by that date is, is possible um, 
Well, it is possible, uh, but we have to be uh, realistic, okay? Because you know, we are we are now uh, in in 2024. Okay, 2050, I think there's about what, another three decades, no half decades yeah. away. You know, um, I don't have a crystal ball in front of me, but but um, judging by the the magnitude uh, from which um, things are going on now with the energy transition, uh, the kind of uh, technological innovation that is being done, the research done by by scientists. On this particular topic, you know, I'm I'm not surprised mm. okay, that that the world uh, would be able to achieve uh, the 20 uh, the, the 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 goal to reach zero emission mm. by 2050. But um, it's I don't think it's going to be completely uh, because uh, by virtue that you know uh, at 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 present uh, we are still pretty much dependent on fossil fuel, you know, and and coal mm. as source of uh, energy. Yeah, so it will take a while. It will take a while, and uh, perhaps you know, in two and a half decades, we can see you know that happening. Mm. And, and uh, as you were speaking about just outside the studio as well, there are still licenses being handed out now, today, you know, and last week, <laughs> for for companies to continue drilling for oil and and you know mining for gas, and we, we know that, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in my point of view is that um, I mean, it's it's out there. You know, uh, people recognize. Um, It is announced. Yeah. Uh, EU and the UK government um, they have actually announced uh, very, very, uh, very stringent targets. You know, to 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 reach a zero emission by a certain time mm. time frame. You know, by 2050 or 2040. Mm. Uh, but yet, you know, um, just a couple of weeks ago, and in the UK government, you know, even even uh, in Norway, you know, uh, licenses are being issued out mm. for oil exploration and drilling. Mm. Yeah, and uh, maybe not in in Europe. Yeah, but. Elsewhere, it feels like uh, sometimes it's a case of do what I say, not what I do. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, okay. Um, what would you say are some of the more um, promising and innovative technologies when it comes to uh, you know clean energy in, in in that sector that you've seen? I mean, you're involved with biomass, of course. You know? Yeah. But what is something that you've seen and that's truly made you go, oh wow, that that could really move the needle a little bit? Okay, um, let's let's talk about biomass. You know, mm. it's something that's a no-brainer, yeah. uh, in my opinion. For okay. people at home who might not be familiar with biomass is, you know, yeah, it's plant waste. Yeah. Okay. okay, it's plant waste. Um, plant waste, and in Malaysia, I think we are quite blessed uh, that we, you know, we have fertile land, you know, for plant, for actually for farming of, um, we are big into rubber in the mm. past, you know, and now we're into palm oil. Okay, we are blessed. And, and um, but uh, we, are, we are seeing that there's an issue with respect to, you know, what, what's happened next, you know, after harvesting. Okay, there's, there's tons and tons of biomass mm. from palm oil uh, that's been churned out. By the system, you know, so um, so that's where I think uh, biomass can come into picture. Okay, that's number one. Secondly, is with respect to the hydrogen technology. Okay, hydrogen t- technology. Uh, that's something that's been talked about. That's been researched. Uh, and in fact, in this part of the world, you know, I think there's a pilot uh, that's going on in state of Sarawak. Yeah, uh, Sarawak. I think they are big into into this uh, as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm quite hopeful uh, if. That this technology uh, could reach, uh, um, basically, could scale up, 
uh, eventually uh, be able to be distributed to uh, to to, uh, to, the, to the country. Okay. Mm. How do you see uh, current policies then and, and regulations? And uh, are they supporting or hindering the growth of clean energy? Do you think? Oh, I, I um, I've been uh, following uh, the development um, of uh, of this space uh, for quite a while now, and I see that the Malaysian government. Uh, They are taking steps, you know, uh, to to basically to promote uh, to promote uh, clean air, clean energy. Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's um, we are not, we are on the right right track, if you ask me. Um, so, um, uh, but there are some gaps uh, because we could see that uh, some of the things are quite quite uh, they're quite uh, they are quite scattered. Okay, we have the policies. Okay, we have the policies, but the way how it is being implemented, uh, I think it could be done better. Do you think that's one of the major challenges? Is how they're being implemented? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. and I, I, I know, I know that the the current government now with the minister Nik Nazmi, Ya mm. Nik Nazmi is uh, is and his team, they are looking to this. You know, it's just a matter of fine tuning, mm. fine tuning. Uh, of course, you know, we, uh, I think just uh, last year, I think they they. They, they they talk about the new energy transition uh, roadmap etc etc you know it will take it will take time mm. it will take time uh, for things to gel up and eventually uh, be able to be uh, implemented uh, nationwide Okay, let's take a short break. Uh, folks, you're listening to Enterprise Explores, the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. I'm here with Farouz Yahya, the Managing Director of Gabungan Success, uh, in conjunction, of course, with International Day of Clean Energy. We'll be back after a few messages. Uh, keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Before Friday materialises, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Enterprise Explores. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. My name is Rich Bradbury, of course. Today, we are discussing the future of clean energy for Malaysia. I'm here with Fairuz Yahya, the Managing Director of Gabungan Success. Of course, it is in conjunction with International Day of Clean Energy. Just before the break, we were talking about, uh, we kind of touched on policy and a few other bits and pieces, but I want know when when you look at this uh, the economic impact of this shift towards clean energy what do you think is the economic impact when it comes to term in terms of job creation and industry growth i mean malaysia as we know is very heavily involved in oil and gas you know a lot of education funds are pushed towards that with this shift would that change do you think definitely mm. uh, i think Uh, we have seen uh, the impact that Tesla, the announcement of Tesla coming to Malaysia has 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 has, has done yeah. uh, to the job market. Uh, job seekers, you know, uh, they're looking for talents in in uh, basically in uh, electrical engineering, etc., etc., programmers, mm. uh, uh, software uh, developers, you know, actually to support the industry. And that's just on electric vehicle mm. uh, and and talk about solar PV as well. Mm. Okay, we need. Uh, talents, uh, competent, uh, skilled uh, people in in that field to support to po- to support that industry. Mm. Yeah. So and we can see at the the rate that the industry is growing. You know, whether it's solar PV, whether it's uh, EV, or maybe maybe later later on uh, hydrogen, mm. hydrogen. You know. So you need 
all these talents, all these talents uh, to be available when right. uh, when you know when the job is there. Yeah. I mean, let's just go back to your business as well. Have you seen demand grow over the last year or so? Yes, yes, we have seen. Um, right now, um, we we recognize that uh, biomass is, is is nothing new uh, in Malaysia. Uh, we know for a fact that some of, some of the big planters. Mm. They themselves are into biomass, you know, producing energy uh, mm. for for actually to support their to to support themselves their their business, yeah. But uh, and we have seen across to Thailand and our neighbors, uh, they are aggressively aggressively also doing going into biomass, you know. Mm. So uh, I see there's uh, traction. There is traction. Uh, it's a matter of time uh, for us to to actually to uh, to talk to more people and mm. get more people to actually to uh, to. To basically to get on board. Mm. What would you say then, uh, apart from uh, policy, are some of the um, major barriers or, or hurdles, I guess, uh, for the adoption of clean energy tech here in Malaysia? I mean, okay, uh, whether or not you, you like the idea or not, um, nuclear energy, mm. depending on who you talk to and the definition of that, is seen as a clean energy. Yep. Obviously, we we know that there is a lot of pushback against nuclear energy here in Malaysia, and has oh. been for quite some time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I mean, we, we can leave that on one side, and we mm. we know that. Mm. Well, what do you think are some of the the, the bigger barriers? Um, it, it, it 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 boils down to the bankability of the project. Mm. Okay, uh, boils down to, my, uh, to to dollars and cents. Uh, for an investor to actually to to dive in and get involved in in uh, clean energy, mm. I mean, at the end of the day, what they want is return return on investment. They, right? they want you know ring yeah. incentives. Yeah, ring, yeah. Uh, and then uh, okay, that's one. Okay, uh, and then they have to also look at the the the, the length of time uh, for which the project uh, can last. Mm. Uh, typical, uh, uh, let's say, power purchase agreement, you know, could could range, you know, from say 15 years to 20 years you know mm. so they have to be sure and then from the perspective of investors you know these are real real uh, issues uh, that they want to know mm. uh, they want to get answers to you know before they commit mm. uh, to to the investment right mm. let's speak a little bit about that do you, do you see certain trends when it comes to f- and within funding of green energy tech um, well in Malaysia uh, I know for a fact that uh, there are several uh, outlets available. Yeah. Okay, uh, green financing, uh, a green technology financing scheme, GTF, GTFS. You know, uh, I know there's green bonds, uh, green sukuks uh, that's been issued out already in the market. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, and also uh, the other incentives you know uh, investment allowances etc etc so uh, this uh, you know these are supposed to to support the in, the the industry do you think it is yes yeah yes yeah because because uh, remember you know if we as a nation we want we want to actually go into clean energy you know energy transition to zero net carbon by 2050 yeah. you know so i think there's there's a give and take uh, there's a balance here that that uh, that the stakeholders have to consider 
not just the government but also the uh, the other stakeholders like the investors you know the, uh, yeah. the manufacturers etc yeah. etc but how do you change that mindset though you mean this is a country that's so steeped in oil and gas you know <laughs> um, and lives and breathes it you know we, we have subsidies on on petrol we have all of these things you know and with, without those subsidies you know people would get uh, they will jump yeah, yes exactly uh, I think <laughs> to, the next thing if let's say to if, put it uh, mildly, yeah uh, it's 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 so uh, this is this is a very sensitive uh, exactly. subject uh, yeah. uh, fuel subsidy. You know, yeah. I think the moment uh, if the government if the government were to announce uh, the, uh, they, getting they, rid of them, uh, well, I think there'll be I don't know whether there'll be riots on the street. There, of there's Colombo, certainly been some very <laughs> unhappy people. Yes, yeah, yes. Sure, I mean, so. there won't be riots. Uh, yeah. There won't be riots. You know, we are not like other yeah. other countries. And the Malaysians are quite civilized yes, people. Yes, you yes, know, yes. they won't go to the street and start. You know, <laughs> but but how do you how do you change that mindset though? I mean. Because as you say, it's not just the the people on the street, you know, who mm. at the end of the day are the ones that would be eating the cost change. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the cost of fuel would go up. Okay, I think you 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 heard of uh, the uh, the notion uh, where the government is is uh, going towards uh, targeted subsidies, right? Yeah. Uh, giving tar- targeted subsidies yeah. to the B forties, yeah. uh, maybe some of the lower part of the M forties. You know, that's a that's a good start. That's a good start, you know, because uh, the contention of people is that they're so used, as you said earlier on, you know, people are so used to getting fuel subsidies, you know, even people driving Benzers and Beamers, yeah. you know, uh, also, you know, they they, they get, they, they, they will fill up the tank with uh, RON95, mm. you know, which mm. is subsidized, you know. Mm. Yeah, but um, I think we are, I think the government is doing uh, something that is uh, commendable in the sense that, you know, they are going to roll out, you know, this targeted subsidy uh, thingy. Uh, okay, there will be some pain, of course. You know, some of the people in the in the T T twenties will scream. You know, I mean, I've got, I've got a big family, etc., etc. You know, and without the subsidy, you know, I mean, it's human nature. Mm. I personally think that it's uh, that's it's something that's unavoidable. Mm. Yeah, but uh, that's a good start. That's a good start. You know, but of course, um, it's again, it's a sensitive uh, topic. Uh, something that the government of the day has to thread. Uh, really carefully um, uh, in order to, you know, can continue governing the nation. Yeah. Right. My, my worry is, though, mm. when, when we talk about clean energy mm. and the usage of clean energy tech is it's not necessarily me and you that's going to benefit from this tech right, right now. It's yes. going to be our children and, and their children long term. Yes. Right. Mm. So eventually, over time, the cost of fuel will come down. But me and you might not see it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and so as a species, human beings can be quite selfish. When we don't see an immediate benefit to us, we kind of have a pushback, Yeah. right? You, mm. you follow where I'm going with this, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and so there are people, obviously, who are like, well, why do we need to change it now? You know, we're okay with how things are. Um, and, but we talked at the beginning of the show that these changes need to happen over time. But how do you convince people as a nation, uh, as a globe, that we need to adopt global, uh, we need to adopt cleaner tech. We, we've seen all the, the evidence. What's in it? What's in it to the to the to the consumers? That's what I mean. What's in it to the people? Right. You know. So if for, we can, for me and you right now, we yeah. can go well. Nothing. We're if, not benefiting. If 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 we can convince people, okay, to for example, to install solar PVs on the rooftops, yes. okay, uh, if we can convince corporations, okay, to start 
again let's use an example of solar PVs you yeah. know uh, on their warehouses on their on their office buildings you know uh, and 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 the kind of savings that they will get at the and, uh, at the end of the day you know it's going to be perfect right so um, it's it's a matter of actually uh, continuous uh, promotion and education maybe. and education mm. yeah and 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 for uh, for us in malaysia it can start from uh, from uh, from from school mm. where um, I, i i have not looked at the what's the syllabus uh, of of a of a primary school uh, currently but I, i i believe that's a, there's an element on sustainability and clean energy that it has been infused right. in in the syllabus yeah if not and they better do something well, about it <laughs> I hope so. I yeah, hope because so. Uh, you know, in in the drive uh, to be a, a developed uh, country, um, Malaysia, okay, Malaysia to be a developed country, uh, to get to be a developed developed nation, and something this is this is a very serious topic mm. that uh, that we as as the rakyat, as the people, and 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 also the government, you know, to uh, to to consider mm. very seriously. You know, um, you have to form this this uh, this. Uh, perception uh, that this is something that needs to be done. Mm. Okay, so we can't just uh, rest on our laurels and think that, hey, 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 you know, I know, I know that uh, for some folks, uh, you know, life is good. They can still go have uh, their daily roti canai and teh tarik out there nasi lemak. But I know people out there who are who are not so fortunate. Okay, they are not so fortunate. Uh, they, they, some some lost their jobs. Uh, they have no income, etc., etc. You know, so so that's where I think um, I guess the the government has to has to think about mm. Mm. I mean, it, this is definitely something that we we have to push this agenda. Now, yeah, right? and and on um, clean energy, and we have seen in the last what ten to 20 years, you know, uh, we have seen that the cost of producing. Uh, let's talk about solar PVs. Uh, has actually has come down significantly. Significantly, yeah. Okay, and and you talk about uh, about mobile phones or even even computers. You know, mm. I remember when I was in university, those days. You know, maybe a, one desktop cost maybe five thousand ringgit. Mm. But now, for the same or for much better for much better uh, desktop, uh, I could I could earn one. I could get one for less than. Maybe less than two thousand ringgit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So likewise for technology with innovation. Uh, with innovation, I think we will be able to bring down the cost, and the hands will make it more affordable mm. uh, for for the people. All right, Firos, thank you very much for coming in and talking with me today. Yeah, most welcome. Folks, I've been here in the studio with Firoz Yakya, the Managing Director of Gabungan Success. Uh, we've been speaking uh, about the idea and the topic, of course, about clean energy. If you did miss any part of the show, don't forget you can uh, download the podcast. It will be up very shortly, wherever you normally get your podcast from. I recommend the BFM app. That's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. On behalf of myself and Firoz, this has been Enterprise Explores here on BFM. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.